Okay, so this guy calls me up and he says to me that he'll never believe what happened. He was in a shul, in a certain place of Chutzlar. It doesn't really make a difference which one it was, where it was. It's all irrelevant. But the idea is basically the same. He was in a shul and uh, somebody went to the back of the shul to get, to get a safer. He found an English safer in Hilcha Shabbos. And he opened it up and he started reading it. Maybe he was bored during Chazor Sashat, Sashem Yirachim. Anyway, so he opened up the safer and it came to today's halacha. The guy told me the story. He says to me, he walked to the, the middle of the shore, whatever it was. He came over to his friend. He says, look at this, what a load of rubbish. Unbelievable. And the guy calls me over and says to me, which halacha was it discussing? Today's halacha. Right? Which is a continuation from last year. Which is discussing the halachas of tanning, if you remember. And we're talking today, the Olam asks, what's with vegetables? We're talking about vegetables. The halachas of salting vegetables. What a load of rubbish. Hashem Yirachim. That's what someone said. Why? Never heard such a thing in my life. Can't be. Can't be. No, it just cannot be. It's not possible. It cannot be there's a problem with taking salt and putting it on a cucumber. No shamanu We never heard such a thing. It doesn't exist. In fact, somebody once told me this. He calls me up. It's an African guy, actually. He called me up and he says to me, um, maybe he wasn't. Oh, whatever it was. He says to me like this. He says, he came over to me, asked me, what's the halacha about this? He says, I know my father is very, very makbid, but my shver is not makbid. Huh? Well, what does that mean? Is there a choice over here? It, these are not chumras, these are not a list of like, you know, suggestions. If you'd like to do them, no problem. If not, not. It doesn't work that way. These are halachas, clear cut, gemaras, rambam, shulchan aruch, very simple. Okay? So now, with that little bit of an introduction, let's discuss today's halacha. Yes, last time we discussed the inion of salting. And we discussed the process of how they used to take the um, skins of the animal. And they used to preserve them in order to make a clap for a safer Torah, tzfilin, or in the Mishkan, the hides that go over the Mishkan. Today we're moving on to a Durabonon. It's true, it's a Durabonon. But as we always say, the Durabonon fire is also very, very hot. Right, my Rosh Hashiva of Shambag Zatzal always used to quote the Yorach HaShulchan. If a person says, you guys have heard this from me so many times, it's not like a broken record already. Ah, it's only a Durabonon. Just make sure he's not number 10 in the minion because he can't be Mustafa for the minion. Can't be Mustafa for the minion. Anyone that says, eh, it's only to Rabbonon, the Seder. Chas v'sholoim. Right? The Torah says this into Rabbonons, right? Sofik, Sofik du Rabbonon midaraisa l'chumra. Right? Right, Shimon, that's how it goes. Avada. Okay. Now, let's move on. What is the problem with taking salt and putting it on a cucumber? What, what, what shaykhas? We asked at the beginning of this halacha, if you remember, we said, like, what is this Nagea? In, in, in the days of the Mishkan, they took the hides of the animal and they preserved them in salt water and various things. How is this negate to us? And nobody came up with anything. So we already came up with the Indian of a shoehorn. We talked about contact lenses, which, by the way, is important to remember. I think we had a sofa, not so We had a sofa, right? That's only if the mamash gets hard. If it's still soft, there's no problem. It has to be out for a good five minutes, right? We, we said that. To make that clear, I don't get in trouble otherwise, right? I mean, if, it's, if, the, if the lens is out for a good amount of time, then putting it back in will be problematic. Now, let's talk about salting foods. What is the problem with taking salt and putting it on a cucumber? Shlaim, are you with me? What's the problem? So there are two problems, okay? There's Shitas Rashi and there's Shitas Rambam. The Rashi says in Ayin Gimel, what is the problem? That it actually is masakin, it fixes up, it improves the vegetable, it makes it better. 
That's the case, says Rashi. That's what it's nichal in this. Okay, it's a drabonon, I'm asking to you, right? But a person could get confused with real tanning, a person could get confused with pouring salt onto hides of animals. The made of Rashi, it's asa, okay? As I state in Rashi. The Rambam, in Hilchah Shabbos Chobes Paskins, in different reason, he says that since the Issa over here resembles, it's interesting, resembles cooking, he tainas the Rambam, and therefore it's asa. So in both cases, whether you learn like Rashi or the Rambam, it's the sureness of the Rabbanon, because it resembles something else. But Be'ikah, according to Rashi, Rashi learns on the Mishnah in Shabbos and Gimel, that salting vegetables is doyma to that which was done. Now, the question is, what is included in the Issa? Does this mean, I mean, has anybody ever seen, is this, is this a normal thing to do? To put salt on vegetables? Has anyone ever seen that? You've seen someone do that, right, David? You've seen someone do that, right? It's a normal thing. I'm not, I'm not crazy. It's not what? It's <laughs> just because in Toronto. It's it's hello. <laughs> At the end of the day, if you've seen it, you you might think it's normal, but now you know it's not normal because it's not a normal thing to do on Shabbos. Nobody breaks Shabbos. You had a question? Yes. Very good. Very good. Exactly correct. Very good. When you take the eggplant, or as us English people call it, what do we call it again? Aubergine, very good. I, I'm already starting to forget. You get American guys have already got to me. Other Moshech Achas people. So aubergine and uh, an eggplant. I don't know if you've ever seen this. When you sprinkle the salt on it, it draws out the bitterness. By the way, the, the Rashi says this, the Shulchan Aruch Arab, the Halik Balatanya, brings this down as one of the problems. It takes out the marivas, it takes out the bitterness of something. I don't know if you've ever done this. I've done this. I always tell you, you guys, you guys are sitting and learning. I, I'm doing experiments. So I've done this in my house. I've cut cucumbers. And then you sprinkle a few grains of salt. Watch it. It's unbelievable. Those grains of salt will become very, very wet very quickly. It draws out the moisture. It's an amazing, amazing thing. That's what it does. It's Metzias. Now, by the way, a lot of people say, Shkoyach, I'm not doing it for that. It's very beautiful that you're coming here today and you're telling me that I'm not allowed to salt my cucumber because this reason, that reason. It's not why I'm doing it. Why am I doing it? <laughs> I like it salty. I like the taste. There's no problem. That doesn't make a difference. That's not the end. It doesn't work. Even if you're not doing it for that purpose, at the end of the day, since this is what it does, then it's included. Okay? Now, what is included in salting? So Rashi says very clearly, which is Paskin Alokh and Shulchan Aruch, and Semen Shilchavalov, and that is like this. One piece is always Mata. Two pieces is also. As I stated in Rashi. Rashi says very, very clearly that two pieces is considered to be the problem, and therefore it's going to be also. Even, says Rashi, if you're going to eat it shortly. So I'm doing two pieces of cucumber, two pieces of tomato, in order to eat them now. That's also. That is an Isidra Bonon of salting of ma'abed uh, on Shabbos as well. And the reason for that is, because even if you're about to eat it, at the end of the day, since the salt does its job, as I mentioned to you, it does, so it's going to be problematic. And they ask from this and Karel, what happens, like, how, how much salt is, is included? Like, is there a shear? And he said, no. There is no shear with how much salt is included. He said, no, 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 a sprinkle. Well, you can do one piece at a time. Correct. That's halacha number one. By the way, we'll come to other etayim. <coughs> we have other etayim as well. First, we have to explain the issa. There's a reason I always explain why issa veheta is called issa veheta. First, we have to know it's also. It's also lemaisa the etayim. It's like the chabetz chaim. If I remember correctly, somebody came to chabetz chaim and asked him a shayla in cholamoid. Uh, we might have mentioned this in the cholamoid shit. 
And he said, you have to understand, when it comes to Cholamoid, everything is guilty until proven innocent. I think this is very unconstitutional. Is that right? The Constitution says the opposite, right? It's very clear that everything is guilty and proven innocent. Issa Veheta. Okay? Now, if that's the case, it means, says Rabbi Nisan, I didn't come on to that. Oh, one piece, right. So one piece is going to be okay. Correct. Very good. And there's no shit whatsoever in that case. Now, which food is included? And this is very important to know. Which food is included in this Issa? So the general halacha is like this. The Mishabura brings down that only a food that is normally preserved is going to be problematic. Any fruit or vegetable, we'll get to fruit in a minute, vegetables that are not generally preserved, nobody does anything to them to keep them, which by the way are very, very few, because if you go to the stores before Shabbos, you've got all the, you know, every type of vegetable, every type of dip, every type of everything, they put mayonnaise and vinegar, they put oil, they put all sorts of things over there to preserve it, to keep it going. Right, you could buy these things three weeks later, they're still in the fridge. Right? It's the same thing. They just preserve it for weeks and weeks on end. It's Kavaldic. So anything that's normally preserved is included in the Issa. So for example, just to give you a small list, cucumbers, onions, garlic, peppers, radishes, carrots, cabbage, lettuce, and tomatoes will be included. Whereas, for example, corn. I don't think corn is preserved, as far as I know. I mean, they freeze it, but that's just for the sake of just, you know, simple. It's not preserved. It's not, they don't do anything with it to keep it longer. I thought maybe the same thing with avocado. It can't last that long. The Matthias says avocado cannot last that long, so you can't really preserve it. I think I'm right with this list. Somebody will correct me if I'm wrong if they've done the Matthias, they've done checks over here. But, you know, I think those two should be okay. Baby corn could be also included in that. Could be okay. Correct. As long as that, you'd be able to salt because that doesn't look like you're trying to preserve it because nobody does that. Is it preserved? Is it just in water? Just to keep the moisture? No, are they just keeping the, wet, the wetness of it, the moisture of it? Whereas, for example... Um, tomatoes and these coastal for example what's coastal you put mayonnaise in there it can last for you put cabbage in the fridge after a couple of days it's gone bad you put it with mayonnaise it can last for a long time so that, that would be the difference okay what about cooked foods what about something that's cooked already is that included in this for example cooked vegetables would that also be included and the answer is generally it's mutter to add salt to any cooked food with the exception of bishop obviously if it's boiling hot You've got to be worried about Bishel. Because if it's hot, salting, a, uh, salting anything on Shabbos is an Issa of Bishel. The Shulchan tells us that in Simon Shin Yitzchah Yud. The person has to be very, very careful, making sure that he does not salt anything that is boiling hot because salt could get cooked. Two, two to shine in the Gemara. I'm not going to go into it at this moment of time. We've discussed Tochus Bishel. So therefore, if it is cooked, Laibi, then it's okay. What if you have a salad with half... Huh? Does, yeah, it's the true, but once it's cooked, it's not the normal thing to preserve it. We do. What do you mean? How do we preserve it anyway? What does that mean? You put it in the fridge. You're not preserving it for that long. You're not doing... First of all, you're not, all, putting it in the fridge... Putting the fridge is putting it in an environment of coldness. I'm not doing anything to the actual food itself, which resembles this halacha, which is what they did in the Mishkan. That's the difference. Now, what happens... Levi Yitzchak. What happens if I have a salad? Half with things that I'm allowed to salt, and half with things that I'm not allowed to salt. For example, a chicken salad. I've got pieces of cooked chicken... With tomatoes and cucumbers. What's the halacha in this case? No, Rabbi Sai. What do I tell you? Hello? What's that? You're allowed to do it? Chicken's the main part of the salad. We're going to eat it What broccoli would you make as such a salad? You go by Savoy patch this, right? Now, what are you telling you? You could do it or not? You could? 
Right, but maybe over here I have chicken in there. So the, so the answer is like this. We go back to Raif. If Raif of the salad is chicken or of items that I'm allowed to salt, then it's no problem. If Raif of the salad is vegetables with a bit of chicken inside there, then it would be also. Now, what's up? You go back to Raif by, by brachos also, by the way. That's different. It's not basaroi. That's trying. My kavana right now is to add salt to the vegetables. It happens to be that it, it causes something to happen. And the ter- and chazawa since at the end of the day it causes something to happen, it's going to be asa. Whereas in the salad, you're right that the cucumbers in the salad, it's going to be happening theoretically. But since the whole idea is a resemblance idea, it doesn't resemble it if most of it is chicken. Yes? Getting there? Mamish not? Does anyone else say this? Have I made this clear? If it's right, it's okay. It's here with me. You don't like it. Why not? Why do you not like it? <coughs> you're saying like Shmuel, basically. I mean, no, again, that's what I'm trying to explain. It's not a din in intention. By the case of the cucumber, my intention is for taste, but the material says it does something. Asa, why? I said it does something, and therefore it resembles salting. Over here, when I have a bowl of salad, most of it's chicken. There's a couple of cucumbers sprinkled, uh, you know, in there as well. So I'm sprinkling salt. Does the maisa resemble a maisa of salting? When I look at it, again, the issa over here, remember, is a resembling issa. If I'm, does it, when, when I salt it, right? Yeah, you told her who held it was water anyway, right? Dovi. You held it was water anyway. No, because if the rive of it is something that's mutter to salt, it no longer... The whole issa as it looks... Can't roll your eyes and say, oh, it only looks, because that's what Rashi and the Ramam are both saying in this Issa. What? It, it might be doing something to the cucumbers. I'm not arguing with you. Nobody, no one is. But the Metsias is, if it's a resembling halacha, the whole Xera, what's the, what is this, by the way? By the way, what is this? This is Xera that if you do this, you may come to do that. That's basically what it is, right? Now, if a rove of the mixture is a chicken, which I'm allowed to do, it no longer resembles when I'm doing something that's similar to what you did in the Mishkan. And therefore, there's no problem. Why there's no Xavier in that case. Why isn't that 5% chicken or 5%? It could be 55%. Okay, now you ask a different question. Now you're asking, what, what's the, what's, how do you define Roy? 51%? Or does that do Roy? That's a different China. But this is if it looks mostly chicken more than anything else, then that will be okay. Again, and the reason I think is, I think it's pretty key. It's, you're still with me, you still don't like it. You hearing it? The Xera was only when it looks that we'll get to that. Here it doesn't look that way, and really won't get that. Even if it will happen. Okay? Now, let's get to some of the Eterim, right? Because we love Eterim. Oh, 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 very good. Very good. We'll try to, try to get to that. Ooh, a few minutes left. Okay. So, um, Shimon already told us clearly that one piece is mutter because he learned Rashi and Rashi says two pieces and therefore we're medayik in Rashi that if the Rashi says two then one is 100% mutter there is no problem whatsoever in that case of salting one piece that is fine by the way providing says the Morgan Avram that there's not another piece next to it you can't salt one piece not Samea if you've got another piece next to it it's just not going to work because then basically it's salted two pieces it's not a joke you can't do that okay um, by the way um, the Morgan Avram brings a Bach, right? The Heilige Bach from Meshbush, where the Bach says, the minig is not to do this. We don't even salt one piece. Shevan, are you listening? The Mughanavon brings the Bach and says, we're not doing this because there are many who are machme, and therefore we don't even salt one piece. Okay? So what would be the idea? The idea would be like this. If you have vegetables on your fork or on your spoon, 
you could sell them to eat them immediately. Ah, you said before eating them immediately won't help. But over here, it so much looks that I'm doing it now, there's no problem. And therefore, if I've got the spoon, mummish in front of me, held up, I've got the fork with a couple of pieces of vegetables, even more than one, I can salt it and eat it straight away. Because there is no, it, it's clay. Even if it's on my plate, I can't do that. Even if my intention is to eat it, beyond. but if it's on my fork, then that would be a heta. A very big heta would be, how do you make um, salad dressings on Shabbos? A lot of salad dressings have within them salt. And a lot of the vegetables that you're pouring them on are included in vegetables that are asked. are you with me? Yeah? Yeah? So, the problem is like this. The problem is this. The Taz comes along and says, He says, He said, What's the heta that people used to make salad dressings? How do you do that? You're not allowed. No, one, one ingredient at a time. Not talking about in a, in a jar and then you pour it over. Right, one at a time. So you know what the Taz says? He says, if you pour the oil first, and it's a better to come that the oil is machlish, it weakens the koyach of the salt, and therefore everything's mutter. So it comes along the taz and says, you pour oil on the salad, then you can put salt on it. Then there's no problem. Ah, what happens if I, I forgot and I did the salt first? Say it, quickly pour the oil afterwards. It's the same idea. So the idea basically is, again, the same as soy. The salad shavar again is, it doesn't look like I'm doing anything wrong. And it's not even going to do anything to the cucumber. Because the oil over there, and the Gemara tells us that the oil is machlish, koyach hamelech. And therefore, there is no problem whatsoever. Now, who asked the question if it only applies to salt? You. So the Maestro Post can say that it generally only applies to salt. The Ksaisa Shochan, Rabbi Chaim Noah, writes this Mufurish in Simon Kuf Chavches, by the Shochan Sikotten base, that there is no problem with anything else like pepper and paprika and all these things. Ah, halika paprika. Because only salt who has the koya, right? The Prima Godum says this in Yeridea, when he discusses the union of Melicha. When you take, what do we use to get out blood from chickens or meat? We use salt. Why? Says the Prima Godum, because it has a koya hamashicha. Okay? Gewaldik. Um, ah, Bayechai has a Koyach and a Meshicha pulled over there. It's a magnet. Everyone's running. Everyone's running. Ah, Bimvoch. Gewaldik. Another thing as well. Vinegar. For anything that's normally preserved with vinegar, obviously vinegar will be included in that case. That's a Dover Poshet Ad Mo'oid. Unless there's other things in there that will be weakening it and therefore it's okay. What about sugar? Has everyone heard of this minhag? You cut open a grapefruit in half. And you pour sugar over it. Not an American thing. Yeah. It is? Why do you do that? Because sometimes it's sour, no? As, well, it has beautiful taste. It has gewaldic taste. Grapefruit is gewaldic. It doesn't need salt. But sometimes it's a bit sour. It has a sweetness to it. Right? Don, you know what I'm talking about, right? People do these things. You're allowed to do that one now. So, Mishlam Zalman was Machadish. Mishlam was Machadish. That since they make fruits... And they preserve fruits that way. You go to the go to the go to the shuk. Then every fruit you want that's been preserved mostly in sugar. Sugar is a preserver. So according to Rishlaim Zalman, any fruit that is normally dried will be asa to sprinkle sugar on Shabbos with the inclusion of mango, strawberries, banana, pineapple, all these things. However, lemaiser of Nisan Karelitz that sal and others were chayluk on that, and they held that there is no problem with that whatsoever because it wasn't nichan and chazal to say. Okay, Rabbi Sa, that is the halacha for today. That is ma'abed at Durabonon, a chashu Durabonon. Let's remember this. And Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow we'll start a brand new halacha. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.